these days as a I guess a teacher and as an educator one of my greatest achievements would be passing on my passion and, and helping people reach their goals and you know, unlock their full potential. Welcome to season three of Spotlight, focusing on alumni working in the arts as emerging artists. Join us as we find out what Casper graduates of years gone by are up to in our Where Are They Now series. Next up on our pod is performer Salvatore Mazzio, fondly known to the Casper team as Sam. Sam began dancing at the age of seven and has competed in competitions around the country. In 2005, he featured in a documentary, Ballroom Babies, that aired on Australian television. 2010 saw Sam travel to LA with Glee Club Australia and train alongside industry professionals. He's a graduate of Patrician Brothers Fairfield and reconnected with Casper as a guest dance ensemble tutor. Sam then went on to complete a Bachelor of Dance in 2014, majoring in Latin, jazz and hip-hop, and then continuing on to study a graduate diploma of education with dance and drama as his teaching subjects. Soon after, he travelled to London to teach dance in schools, and upon returning to Sydney, he joined Arthur Murray Dance Studio, teaching ballroom, Latin American, and wedding dance lessons to adults. Currently, Sam is still teaching as a private dance tutor for wedding couples. Sam, we're thrilled to have you with us for this podcast. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it's great to be here and great to see you guys again. Thanks for having me. A little bit strange, isn't it? This is our first uh, Zoom podcast recording, so you're pioneering still. First question, what years were you involved with Casper? So school years. Yeah, of course. I think I started early 2000s, maybe around 2003, 2004, right up until I graduated year 12, which was 2010. Um, and then, as you said, came back as a guest tutor or instructor for a couple of years after that, which is entertaining to sort of work with you guys. Um, and yeah, that was sort of early years, 2000s, up until, right up until the early 2010s. So as a long-standing dance ensemble member, could you recall any of the performances that you were involved in? Yeah, definitely. There were so many performances that we were in that were, I guess, most of them took place at the Sydney Entertainment Centre back in the day when that was up. There were massive, massive audiences that we would play to. So many schools got involved. So it wasn't just us, Casper Ensemble, but all of the different schools getting involved with all, all of their little acts as well, which was quite fun. And just seeing a massive audience like that was just out of this world. Incredible. Um, I think some of the productions were Entertaining Angels, a few of the Casper Live ones. I did a few visits at some universities like ACU and, and performances like that and different schools, getting involved in so many different things. And, and, and I, all I remember is just, you know, connecting with the students from all of the different Catholic schools in Sydney and, and just sharing our passion and, and love for what we do, whether it's dance, whether it's acting, whether it's singing. And just performing to those those audiences was just such a rush. Oh, extraordinary times, right? 
So where do you think your love of dance began? My my love of dance, like you said, was when I was seven. My mum, I guess, first and foremost, took me to jazz and hip hop classes and I actually hated them back then. I was just like uh, not enjoying them uh, because of the, I guess there was no social interaction. So then my parents took me to ballroom and Latin dance classes and because they were a little bit more social, I, I got involved in it a little bit more. First weekend that I, I guess, started dancing, I won my first competition. And then, you know, the rest is history. I sort of took it a lot more seriously, got into competitions all around Australia, started venturing into jazz, hip hop as I grew a little bit older. And Casper and sort of like was the one, that, that I guess, the part that introduced me to jazz, hip hop and contemporary dancing. And then that sort of launched me into doing all different styles, I guess, on my own. And, and from there, the rest is just history, went on to my Bachelor of Dance and just took it as a career path. Awesome. It's um, truly wonderful to see how one small experience or opportunity can then just shape or, or throw you in a totally new direction. What's your earliest memory of dance? Do you remember it before any kind of formal training or is it the first classes that you took, that your parents took you to? Yeah, for, for me, it was just, I've always loved to dance. I, my, my parents remind me, and I, I do remember this, but that's what they always said, why they got me into dancing was my dad had a Michael Jackson CD. and My mum actually hated Michael Jackson at the time. Um, but I, I would always play it and just dance around the house and just move around. And anytime there was a, a family function, I would just be the first one on the dance floor, you know, circle around me and just busting out a move and my dad was a massive soccer player and he, he he was just saying, you know, originally they wanted me to do soccer because, you know, Italian roots, that, that's what we do, but it just didn't fit with me. I just was dancing from such an early age. So I, I guess that's my earliest memory. So that's a pretty um, risky move then to choose to forge a career in the arts. What was your driving factor that made you make that choice after school? I guess for me it was the passion. I've always found that connection to dance. It's, it's done so much more for me than actual just moving and, and listening to music and things like that. It's just the, the feelings that you get when you're performing on stage, the rush that you get when you're performing to an audience, or seeing smiles from, from people and, and hearing, I guess, passionate stories from my educators and people that have taught me over the years and, and just being a part of that whole industry that's so inclusive it's so just I guess me um dance and it's what I've always wanted to do so yeah I I guess I just wanted to pursue it further I had a, a goal of completing my degree and then completing my education just to have a backup as well so I could teach in high schools and if the performing thing didn't work out I always had teaching to fall back on with dance as well it's great risk assessment there Sam yeah definitely so- What's your greatest learning from being involved in performing arts in schools? Greatest learning in schools would be, uh, I guess, that it's a safe space. For me, I went to an all-boys Catholic school. At the time, dancing is not cool. Um, Everyone has to do sports. They have to do rugby. Dance wasn't even an option at the school at the time to take for a sport, which has since changed. I sort of brought that into Patricia Brothers with with the music director that was that was there at the time for performing arts the greatest learning is it's a safe space it's an inclusive environment like-minded people you're not judged for who you are your passions you can strive to succeed learn grow develop you're in a safe space there there's others out there like you whether they're male or female 
and they are just as passionate as you are. It's great when you find your tribe, a great way to connect and collaborate. You know, it's what makes us human. What has been your greatest achievement since leaving school all those years ago? There's been a couple. Um, I, I guess completing my degree in dance would have to be a, a big one. But if we're seeing greatest achievement these days as, a, I guess, a teacher and as an educator, and probably you can relate as well, one of my greatest achievements would be passing on my passion and, and helping people reach their goals and you know, unlock their full potential. For me, I've, I've had students follow me from studio to studio, a loyal client base, just because of, I guess, that extra care that you give them and, and you really spend time with them to understand what their goals are, where they want to get in life with their dancing and, and really help them unlock and achieve that and share your passion, but you also spark their passion as well. And I guess sparking someone else's passion in dance is probably one of the greatest achievements that I've probably ever had. Absolutely. It's a beautiful gift to share. So what then has been the best advice that you've ever been given? When it comes to dance, everyone thinks about you have to be perfect. Your legs have to be aligned. All these different things. Perfection doesn't exist. I I think that that's one of the biggest things. Um, You're always striving to improve. And if you think you're the best, there's you're not. There's always another way to improve. I guess, your technique or refine something. And you really need to keep working hard to reach your goals. There's no real easy path to get to where you want to be and you can't just breeze through to get there. Certainly. I think, too, with dance, you've got the technical side, but then you've got the emotive side when you can really tell that story and connect. And when you are passionate and you like that fire, that's what connects to an audience, right? Who is your role model or inspiration? Once upon a time, I would have said something like Justin Timberlake because he's an amazing performer. He's got some great backup dancers. I've seen him perform a couple of times. But now in my, I guess, older age, I would say maybe a lot of my instructors and teachers have been my inspirations over the years. The people that have passed their knowledge on to me and they've really inspired me to do better. I feel like they've been the ones that have inspired me as a performer, as a, as a teacher myself. They're the ones that have improved my technique because they can see it firsthand. And, and they're the ones that can help you reach your goals. For me, it would have to be my teachers. What's your dream gig? Dream gig uh, would probably have to be a backup dancer for an artist. That would be incredible, Um, whether it's J-Lo, whether it's Justin Timberlake, whether it's Ariana Grande, someone, you know, massive like that. That would be incredible. Yeah. Talk about a buzz on stage. Imagine that, some of the stadiums and arenas that they perform in. Oh, my goodness. Especially all over the world as well, just to go on tour. That would be incredible. What advice would you give to students studying the arts? No matter what anyone says to you, never stop trying. Definitely pursue your goals and your passions and you have to work hard to get there because there's always going to be someone else working way harder than you and they will give you a run for your money. It's basically your job to push yourself, to work harder than them and then you'll get to the top. Sam, it has been a pleasure chatting and reconnecting with you. You were always this energetic kid who just burst onto the dance floor and was larger than life. You were always like a mentor to your fellow colleagues. So it's no surprise now to find out that you're 
still teaching, that you're still giving back and that you're still being true to you and how dance has been a part of you. So we're so very, very grateful that you've decided to um, join us for our podcast this season. Thank it was you. a pleasure. Thanks for having me.